video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, your weekly dose of all things gaming. As always, I'm Jessica and I'm joined by Craig and Andy. Hello. 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 This week we've been playing more Forza Horizon 5, Max Payne 3, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, The Artful Escape, The Walking Zombie 2 and Death's Door. We'll also cover the latest news including 12 minutes playstation release date and life is strange two colors imminent switch release if you're here for the main event aka a new shitty platinum slash 1000g then fear not craig will issue you your weekly dose is that the main event Jen? that section <laughs> what main event just like, is that the main section of the podcast your shitty platinum um i don't know i was being sarcastic when right. i said that continue <laughs> Also, if you weren't aware, it's the month of festive cheer, and as we love Christmas so much, we have scrapped gaming movie night in favour of Christmas movie night. This week's pick does have a gaming element, though, so, you know, the Christmas countdown is on. Who is excited? Very excited. Boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Scrooge over there doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Look at him, he even looks like Santa. <laughs> I spent all of my Monday preparing for Elf on the Shelf. Elf, and what was this again you mentioned us last week? So a little elf comes and visits our house on the 1st uh, of December. Right. Gets up to all sorts of nonsense. Yeah, it's a bit of a pain in the arse. So what happens is, it's remember how in Home Sweet Home Alone we said about the elf that you nearly swore in front of? Yeah, that's what you're right. Okay, so yeah. the whole sort of idea of it is, it's Instagram's fault, I would say. Mm-hmm. But every morning this elf has to be doing something stupid. It right. doesn't. It doesn't have to. You and, then, and you do this. You put it in a situation. So, aye, some so every night we have to set up some sort of aye, some sort of fucking ridiculous elf situation. Do you not remember? Your mum had the best advent calendar. Yes. It was like a almost like a a story. Like you would have clues. Uh huh. You We've got take, one over there for the kids. Aye, like the same kind of idea. But I remember yours was more like it a was a fan. candle. That's and it, it. There was twelve on each side, yeah. and you'd open it up, and she would write a wee clue, and I had to go clue. and find the next one. Aye, and I would always get involved because I was always at your bed anyway. Aye. and there was like uh, a clue. And anything you were over, she would make sure there was two things at the end. Exactly. <laughs> Aye, there would be like two cream eggs or something, and cream black, both mine. Aye, that was that was where the cream egg fascination started. It was a Christmas-based miracle. <laughs> You went on a wee adventure, it was cool. Yeah, but I just, like, I was saying to you the other night, like, I don't know, as a child, that's the kind of things you remember when you're yes. older. Do you know well, I, I remember mean? that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not about the presents, it's about the memories you made, yeah. so I've prepared myself to make, make Honestly, see, That's a good idea, though, I like that idea. That's in the past, cool. like, we've got, like, bags of flour and then had it so that the wee guy's been making, like, snow angels all over the counter with the flour. Fuck's sake. Honestly, it gets, it gets out of hand and Jess has been... 
Jess has printed off about 15 A4 sheets of paper with different stuff. I have to stuff. get a new ink for the we're printer and all sorts plans. for the amount of oh, stuff man. I've got planned. In fact, we should po- we'll post some of them on Twitter because yeah. you've put enough effort in. Hey, it might as well should. if you're going to go to that effort. Plus, it's inspiration right. for the other parents out there. Mm-hmm. We've done loads of things. We've wrapped toilet paper around the tree and then the elves just hanging for the top of it. He's done loads of daft things, hasn't he? He's a troublemaker. There's a wee Home Alone inspired one. Where is he? He's not out yet. He's he only he coming he out gets, tomorrow. He, no. he gets delivered tonight. He comes ah, on the first. Right. right. <laughs> He's on his way. Yes. In an Uber. From the North Pole. <laughs> 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 Uber like did their like I think it was like millionth or billionth like customer recently. Mm. Right. They did them. No. They no. gave him a ride. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> You've just made that sound much better. Uh. It sounds like that How would they know porn them? taxi oh. thing that everyone always memes. Porn taxi? There's like a taxi thing and it's like one of the most used memes on the internet and it says something like, are you satisfied or something like that. It's like, cra- not crazy taxi, it's something taxi. No, I don't you don't use internet as much as I do. No, not for shit like that, you know. Oh, well, sorry, Mr. <laughs> Highbrow. <laughs> uh-huh, highfalutin, highfalutin tootin. Speaking of highbrow and Christmas, uh, we've been trying to get through some different Christmas films and stuff like that because I don't know if you know it's on Twitter but we put out our advent calendar of Christmas films and I had some mm. feedback so I've been watching different stuff to see what adjustments should be made at the weekend I watched uh, Gremlins and I do agree it definitely should be in it's been, oh it's a Christmas film nah, it's been so long since I'd seen it that the only reason yeah. it wasn't in was because I was like is it really Christmassy and it, yes, I, I just it really is. totally is oh, I'm not disputing that it's not Christmassy but it's a classic Jess Right, well, it is a Christmas film. It's a classic and it's a Christmas film and it's going in. A Christmas the, film doesn't need to be centred around the day of like no, Christmas. I agree. It mm. can just be set during the month of mm-hmm. Christmas. Like Batman Returns. And Die Hard. Which is also a Christmas film. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to have the the gravitas of like and having like the message or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of like uh, giving, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. See, I don't Obviously, you did a lot of the list, mm-hmm. and I don't think Batman Returns is in the list it's either. Not. It's, not, right. it's I'll, not going I'll be, on. It is going on. No. I can assure you I'm having final no. say, and it's going on. on. No. It's an... Shite. It's going on. No. Vetoed. Home Alone 5's Jess. on it. <laughs> Jess vetoed. Vetoed, yeah. Vetoed. Vetoed, fuck all. Yeah, we're two against one. It works. I said I democracy. made the artwork, therefore... I decide. Look, there's a cat There's a cat at the door. Go and this let, podcast go and is... A democracy. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Right, well, great. Well, in the same manner, then, Gremlins got give, two to one. I'll give you Gremlins, but you're not getting Batman. Uh, but yeah, speaking of uh, today, one of the films that is on the list, and I don't know how I'd never seen this before, but Deck the Halls. Deck the Halls, Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, it's Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Now, it's Danny DeVito, and who's that we nonce? What's his name? I don't know, he's in Godzilla. Ah, the Godzilla. Who's the guy Matthew from... Broderick. That's the one, Matthew Broderick. I'd never Ferris seen this Bueller. before. And it's fucking excellent. Deck the Holes, I don't think I've ever seen it. I was like, we were like half an hour in, Jess had seen it, and I was like, I can't believe I've never seen this. I fucking love shit like this. It's not a, an amazing film, but right. it's Danny DeVito moves into the area, and he decides that what he wants is for his house to be able to be seen from space. So he just starts, <laughs> it, he goes like, fucking way over the top with Christmas really? decorations and Matthew Broderick's livid because he is Mr. Christmas in the uh, area and so they're like and he's what? feeling it like, aye. Aye. 
hints that they're like warring against each other. We never get a chance to finish it, but I'm right. fucking buzzing, man. That's great. So is, that, great so, is that on the list? Yeah, or it's on the list. Right. What about the bit? Be- I think the best Christmas film ever, The Night Before. You yeah, so that's on it. I. That on is for me. Yeah, just the best Christmas film. Yeah. I think we're, that is hilarious. That we're, co- we're covering that in episode fifty-one. That's going to be the gaming film. The, right. the, the film we cover in cool. fifty-one. It's but so good. Yeah. Goes Die so Hard, good. Home Alone, Night Before. I couldn't believe it after I watched it. I was just like, that was amazing. Ah, like, it's it's so funny. It's one of Seth Rogen's best films. It really is. Ah, ah, it really is. Really, really good. Yes. What else has been happening this week? I've been off, off work so far this week. I don't think I've had a moment off. <laughs> Not a fucking moment. It's as if this I, year. It's as if it's yin and yang, and because you're off, I'm fucking working myself to the bone. A wee 13 num- hour number yesterday. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Lots Listen of fun to, to be had. Listen to you, just moan, moan, moan. Oh, right, You've got right. everything you could ever want. You put on a you put a shift in, and then we we'll, <laughs> then we'll talk, right? Sitting <laughs> so, uh, your wee throne. I've not been up to much. Literally just been working, yeah. pretty much working and watching Christmas films. Listen Watched. to this. Um, this isn't something I've done. It's something that's happening. Right. Our uh, my works conference this year All right. is at M and D's. Wow! <laughs> the, the fucking theme park. Wow! Um, right. So we have to go there next week. The first half of the day is talks and speeches and awards and all that shite bit and then the next bit we've basically got four hours in the park to ourselves like they've shut down the park and it's just like our employees are allowed in so I don't know how the last time I was at M&D's was when I was still at school when I took a lassie there on a date and it didn't go well (laughs) the two two main reasons three main reasons we didn't really click three main reasons (laughs) three one like to hear the fucking litany of under reasons reasons here we didn't really click she was she was nice looking though but we didn't really click personality wise Uh, at that point I was scared of roller coasters now I fucking love them I'll go on anything did you not consider this before choosing the venue no um, so she went on the roller coaster by herself I sat on a bench and held her purse Right, Fuck so there's me. probably reason number one. That's not even the worst one. No, this is oh the worst my bit. God, the worst bit, right? You know that. You know the ride. Where, I think it's called the waltz. The waltzers, maybe. Where you kind of spin round one way, but the ride's going the other way. Yeah. So you're going round you uh, clockwise. But, no, no, no. You're going clockwise, but on the ride you're, you're going anti-clockwise. So you're kind of like two different directions. It's fucked. So we're waiting in, in queue, waiting to to get on this ride and this person gets off the ride he's walking really weird uh, and then I pointed out going Christ look at this guy I mean like thinking the ride's really really good and then he walked over to his carers oh no and I was like so you thought he just you just thought he'd been like dizzy I thought he was dizzy and he was actually disabled and I was he walked over to his carers and I was fucking mortified I was like oh shit and then that was uh, the end of that. <laughs> wow! I thought you went. I thought you were going to say you went for a fiddle in the teacups. No, nothing my, like that. My experience of of M and D's theme park is going on the roller coaster, and it it's it stopped. Oh, yeah. So I think we'd got like one loop of it, and then you know the bit where it's like going up, like chugga chugga chugga. Yeah, up, yeah, the start. It yeah. stopped like 
halfway up that. Right. And the people had to like come and basically carry us off it. Um, so yeah, they didn't get it working again. Nah. Fuck and then hell. I remember my dad being like, hey, can we get our tokens back, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no wonder. You fucking waste of waste to win, isn't it? Yeah. Jesus. I don't think I've ever. Where did I see? Where did I see these? Motherwell. Mm. Nah, I've never been. Motherwell. Just takes an hour to get there for you. Well, that'd be fun for you. See, I, I quite. I like the idea of roller coasters. But right. see, when, you know remember, when I, well, remember when I was young and I snapped my neck? No. Do you not remember that? No. Are you talking about me hurting you again? No, no, it wasn't you. You weren't right. the culprit. <laughs> uh, this is back in school, maybe primary five, four or five. Don't remember And uh, we were doing a beat the goalie thing for charity. Right. And I was in nets and... Uh, I was having a blinder. I'd only let in about one out of about ten shots. You know that way when you're diving like mad? Uh. And uh, I dove over and I like hit my neck off the post. And I was like, oh. And it, it sort of was... You yeah, dived we, and hit the post I, like a cartoon. Like I dived and my actual <laughs> neck hit off the post and I was like, oh, it hurt. And I got back up and I was like, oh, fine. And literally I was right. completely fine. And then about half an hour later, I went for lunch, got my lunch, walked out into the playground and then all of a sudden, as if a gun had went off, I just collapsed in a heap. Fuck. And I couldn't stand up. Right. And I had to, they had to like call, they didn't call an ambulance. The janitor, this is, you wouldn't they get away with the this these days. I Put some sawdust on you. The janitor and somebody else literally picked <laughs> me up in a ball, put me in a car and took me to the hospital. And I was at the hospital for, I didn't have to stay in overnight, but I was there all day. And then they finally let me out with like a neck brace and stuff like that on. And uh, they said I'd they said I'd I'd like snapped a bone in my neck. What? Um and like it was it was agony. But see so see now it feels fine most of the time, but see I, the few times I've been on a roller coaster, like see, because of the like it's not the drops, but you know how usually there's like a ninety degree turn or something like that? Yeah. Huh. Like as soon as it like jerks like that, it's agony. Mm. And so I can't really go on them. I love them. I fucking absolutely love them. Um, I hope this girl's not a listener. She'll be thinking it was just her. Yeah. I'd, I'll go on anything. I'll go on any size. Any. I don't like the rides that just go up and down. What, what are you laughing at now? <laughs> you, you'll go on any size. Right, any, uh, any size. size. You, you give it to me, I'll, I'll go on it. That's it, boys. Bring any size you've got. <laughs> you'd love a go. Uh, but you know how like the play is it called the PlayStation and Blackpool and stuff where it just goes up and down. Mm-hmm. Oh, those right. kind of rides where you just yeah, it's like shock absorber almost. It drops like three drops, but then right at the end it just slows. Aye, those rides don't interest me because it just makes you feel horrible, mm. like your stomach's in your mouth. You know what I mean? I don't, Aye, I don't understand the the, the thrill in those kind of ones. Aye, because yeah. it just makes you feel kind of horrible. But there's a thrill in going round a roller coaster though, and just being like, oh, I, I absolutely love them. Brilliant. So you're looking forward to this trip next week then? Well, it was fucking M and D's. Yeah, you don't get so quite, not really. Yeah, it's still got roller coasters though. It's got one. one. And it's not that good. Nah. I don't know. You see there's a new Who Wants to be a Millionaire game coming out. A game. Yeah. Okay. Wait, for the consoles? Yeah. Oh, the fuck off. Oh, what? I thought it'd be a bit more exciting about that. I mean, I, pl- I no. remember it was one of the like early games that I had on PC. I remember being at my dad's house 
explain it on PC, but oh. it was at the point where I learned every question and got to a million Yeah, pounds, uh, it was the I mean. point. It's just answering questions. I don't see the I, fun I in quite that. like these kind of things. Like, the, the pro- one, well, there's two problems. One, no platinum, no party, right? <laughs> the other I one I mean, I suppose is, now they could keep up updating it with yeah. newer questions because we're at that stage now with yeah. new games, but it's, I still, it's a bit basic. I suppose. I, I don't know. I just like kind of quiz stuff like that. No, you don't know. <laughs> that would be cool if he did. <laughs> but so what they've done is they've called it Who Wants to Be a Millionaire New Edition. Right. What the fuck? Okay. How lazy can you be? Mm-hmm. I mean, the platinum, black mark, the name is fucking dreadful. Hmm. New Edition. Like, I remember, what's the, who's the, what's the show that had the really. Barefaced women that everybody hated, and someday. Oh, yeah. Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Weakest Link. Weakest Link, yeah. Yeah. How did that start with like 10 people or 8 people or something like that? Something like that. I see back on the, I think it would have been the PlayStation 2, we all used to uh, sit in and get drunk and play the Weakest Link, and we had one of the like things so that you could have 8 controllers. Mm hmm. And it was funny as fuck because we used to just like there was one guy that we would take it really seriously, and we would like vote him out because there was some sort of voting element to that, wasn't there? Oh, I can't. You could vote for people. Yeah, you had cards and you flipped the card. With the you could you could, name you on could it. screw yeah. people. Why over. have you? Cho- I because she would be like, why have you, Jason? Why have you chosen Deborah? <laughs> and then you'd be like, well, Deborah's uh, not really uh, been a team player, uh, and that's why I've chosen Deborah. See. I don't even remember how it worked. I just, I vividly remember this. We all had the controller and it was Richard and he would take it so seriously because he was really, like, he's got so much useless knowledge that he was pretty good at it. And I just remember one time that we'd all just, that we'd all knew from the eye contact that everybody was voting for him. And uh, <laughs> the last vote came in and it was him was getting voted off. And he was just like, ah, fuck! And he'd like like a glass of vodka and he just smashed it off the wall and and stormed out of the place. It was so funny. So, so (laughs) funny. Never spoke to us for about two weeks. It's a shame he came back. Is who wants wants to be a millionaire still eating? I I don't think it is. Well, they do celebrity ones. Well, like specials. Chris Tarrant. Yeah, because remember they do. Chris Tarrant still. I don't know, I've not seen it, but because um, remember there was that thing <laughs> recently the thing recently <laughs> with Harry Redknapp. Oh, that's right. They had, so Harry, I went on Twitter he was and on I saw it. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and Harry Redknapp were both trending. I was like, right. weird. Turns out he was on it and like one of his first questions was who plays Rambo? And he was like, nah, I've never seen it. Um, what? I, I'll go 50-50. Oh, my God. Right? So he went 50 He's never seen <laughs> Rambo, folks. So it went 50-50. And then he was left with Stallone and oh. I think it was Arnold Schwarzenegger, wasn't it? Even if you've not even seen it. I know. You know. Yeah. But Jesus. It, it was, it was, I'm sure it was Stallone and Schwarzenegger. And then he guessed the wrong one. Oh my god! And he went out, and it was like the question for two hundred pound or something. He deserves like that. to get. I don't know. What an absolute <laughs> numpty! I mean, Fuck taking me. a fifty-fifty and still getting it wrong. Unbelievable! 
Fucking ramble. That was only about a month ago. I mean, those those questions are designed to just get you past the nerves. They're supposed Aye. to be easy. Yeah. So somebody's going, fuck it, everybody knows ramble. I think sometimes these things are just your luck. Like, uh, you know suppose. what you know. Do you know what I mean? I suppose his life's probably been football. There's, a, there's like a compilation. See, if you go on YouTube of people that have had the first question wrong and see Jesus. most of them, they're smarmy, confident as fuck bastards. Yeah. And then they've been like... <laughs> It's A, Chris. A. And then there's like wrong and you see the fucking life. <laughs> it's uh, I think you'll find uh, it's B, Chris. <laughs> Forestry. <laughs> and the light life That's just wrong. bleeds out their face. What? Can I do 50-50 now? No, you fucked it, pal. Uh, I saw there were a couple of cool trailers. I didn't put this in the news, but there's a few cool games coming out. One, it's been out on PC for a little bit of time, but it's come to consoles on the 14th. It's called One Hand Clapping. And it's a 2D platformer, but it's got a really nice art style, and the whole input is done by voice. Yeah. So you've mm. got to like hum and sing to like activate certain parts in it. It's apparently it's been in PC and early access for two years, but it's like the ratings on it are really high. I don't know. How do you clap with one hand? Well, you don't. It's not clapping noises. It talk, when I read about <laughs> it, it says you've basically got to hum and sing. But it says in the trailer you don't have to be a good singer. Good, because I'm not. No, me neither. Mm. Uh, but it looks pretty cool. And also there's another one that's PC only just now, but it's called uh, This Is The President. And it's like a total like satirical take on it. And it's a, a sort of point and click, but you are the president. Um, mm. But you're also a money tycoon. It's clearly taken off Trump. And the whole thing is you're trying to pass laws and be the president while also being part of like an, the, the American underworld and you're That's having to like... It's it's totally a take-off on Trump, but it yeah. looks pretty funny and it's tongue-in-cheek. Uh, so that looks pretty cool. That's out on the 6th, I think. So it's out next Monday or Tuesday. Um, that's worth taking a look. And also, after a fucking year, the BBC iPlayer app is now on PS5. Oh, good. <laughs> Only took them a year. I don't know how. I mean, apparently it was a hold up with BBC. Mm. This will mean nothing to our American listeners, but it's a pain in the ass when you're trying to watch an episode of Luther or uh, show. or Killing Eve, mm. and you have to do it through the PC. But um, I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to watch it. Not allowed to watch what BBC. No, oh yeah, not got a license, no. and I'm not risking it. I'm not risking signing up. <laughs> I'm fucking BBC player, I'm not getting caught. <laughs> I'd be interested to know, like, how many people use their console also for streaming. Like, a lot I use it of for the WWE app. That's yeah, because if you've got a smart TV, then I don't know. I just, you know, what's easier to? Yeah. I think a lot of the time it's easier on the console, but yeah, if you've got your console on, though. Yeah, ah, that's yeah. true. We use it for ah. loads of things. We use it for Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, mm-hmm. the WWE Network. Fucking YouTube, everything. Mm-hmm. Is it quite a lot? I think now more than ever, it is an entertainment system. Yeah, isn't it? Really? Xbox almost had the right idea in two thousand thirteen. It was just too early. Mm-hmm. They were yeah. they were too early with it when people weren't wanting it. And I don't think obviously Connect's been lumped in as well. What is this? This I keep on seeing adverts for it everywhere. This new Sky Glass is that like Sky? You, you see what I it's mean? It's a Sky Television. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you don't need a dish in your yeah. side yet. It's all built into this one yeah. TV now. Aye. So it's, you get Sky just through the telly. Yeah. Aye. So it's, basi- cool. it's basically, see how if you've got Sky, you can get Sky Go. I think yeah. it's almost an expanded version of that, but in your TV. 
So it's a cool looking TV that has the Sky app, but the Sky app has every channel. So you need a good internet connection, but you stream everything. So can you do? Do you know if you can just buy the TV and then not sign up to Sky, or can you go? Can you buy it then later on disconnect with Sky? And you probably could, but I think it. Would, I, I would imagine they're selling the TV as part of the subscription. Because yeah, when you sign Sky up to Glass, Sky, when you sign up to Sky, you have to do a minimum like year or two years. So it's probably mm. it might be one of these things where they absorb it a bit like a phone. Mm. Like if you're taking Sky for two years, we'll give you the TV. Might be something like that. But after that, surely you'd be able to use it for whatever. Yeah. The thing I'd be interested in is, do they have the classic Sky games? Because they were good back in the day. They were. What games was that? They had, like, um, that game that Erin keeps playing where you're trying to match three or shooting. What was it called? (laughs) B... Was something to do with bees. I think it was both before. Because I know I sent you a picture last week of the old school... Ah, the Sky uh, TV TV planner. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, I just recognise. I never had scavengers, and I just recognise it from your bit. Right. Uh, that was it. See the interactive bit. If you went into that, they had a couple of games you could ah, play. That's what kind of games were in there again? That well, that's the thing. There was this thing. Somebody in some one of the listeners will be able to tell us, but it was something. It was like B something, and it was right. you had you. Sh- it was one of these games where there was loads of balls, like almost like Tetris, and but you sh- had to shoot them up. Oh, like and whenever you, and whenever you matched three, they would mm. disappear. Right. Um, it's called Beehive or something like that. Beehive Bedlam. Beehive Bedlam. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was shit, but it was so... Addictive. Like, it was just the fact that you're like, like... I mean, don't be wrong, see, at that time, we probably had PlayStation 2s with fucking quality games. We were probably playing Grand Theft Auto and stuff. But still, the fact that you were like, oh my God, I can play a game on my Sky remote. Yeah, it's quite cool. And no matter how and shit it was... And also it was like, I mean, everyone probably had different family setups but that was like the big tv you know the, the main family tv whereas you had yeah. a smaller one in your bedroom with your playstation <laughs> like i know well he could in, in your bit you had that thing set up where you could watch but it would only watch what was on the tv uh, in <laughs> your room yeah so you had to watch like so if your mum switched it Aye, because what would happen was, aye, so if whatever Sky Channel was on in the living room, we'd run a cable so that I could watch that in my bedroom. Yeah. And my mum rarely watched Sky, so it was quite good. She only watched normal TV, so uh, more so when I was young than now, but I was, oh my God, obsessed with the wrestling. And so from Royal Rumble, no, from WrestleMania 10 in 1994, that was when we got Sky right through until about 2001 or 2002 I didn't miss a single pay-per-view live and they would air over here from 1 o'clock in the morning till 4 o'clock in the morning Mm. and so every Sunday night I would when I was going to my bed I would put it to the Sky Sports channel and go Mm. to bed and then I'd sit there pretend I was asleep in darkness until 1 o'clock mum would be in bed and then I would get up and I would put my TV <laughs> to like volume one and I would sit yeah. right next to the TV oh and I would it. watch it till four in the morning. Yeah. But like at certain points she started to like clock it and she would like before she went to bed, she would either turn the skybox off or she yeah. would like change the channel. <sighs> and so and I, you're so gutting knowing that you're so close to watching what you want to watch. I never I honestly I never missed a single pay-per-view. Like I That's would commando cool. all the way through, like along the ground, and then change the channel and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> like sometimes I would know because I'd know she'd still be awake in her bed, mm. and I would literally be like, "Right, it's half twelve. I've got half an hour to change this channel." And I would like <laughs> the countdowns. <laughs> How old were you? Well, this started when I was so in ninety four. I would have been nine. Oh my god! 
course. And from nine all the way through the rest of school, every yeah. like once a month on a Monday morning, I would be ruined because mm-hmm. I hadn't went to sleep until after four o'clock. Mm-hmm. And your mum was always on it as well. She was Aye. always like she would hear the slightest thing. Aye. That's notice. why, honestly, like sometimes I would be twenty minutes, and I would yeah. like move. Just I was literally on the ground, like commando, and I'd be like one movement, give it a minute. <laughs> Next move. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how committed I was. I did so not miss slow. one. I didn't. I literally didn't miss one pay per view live. Wow. Not one. It's because he's commitment to the cause. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was. <laughs> I was nothing if not dedicated. Oh dear. But yeah, speaking of weird games, when we're talking about Beehive Bedlam, uh, did you ever... You probably won't. I don't remember it, certainly. I don't even know if it came out in the UK. An Xbox 360 game called Sneak Kings. No, never heard of it. Right, so apparently this was a game came out in 2006. I don't know if it was ever originally available to buy, but you would get it as part of a, a Burger King like special meal deal. Okay. What? See, I, that's I, I don't remember this at all, and I I quite enjoyed the Burger King back in the day, so I feel like I would have <laughs> known about this if it was over here. So it might have just been America, but they gave away this box copy of this game called Sneak Kings. Sneak Kings. It must have been utter shite. I've never seen it before. Wow, I'm but looking at pictures. It looks shocking. I bet it is. I mean, it's made by fucking it Burger you, King. It looks as if you play the Burger King. Probably. Yeah. It's not he's right there, look. Oh no, I'm pretty sure you do, aye, aye. It's, I mean, it must be dreadful. You're playing as him. Aye. So, oh some absolute lunatic has decided to make it his life's goal to collect as many of these games as possible. What? Just the same game over and over? Aye. He currently has 2,706 copies of this Sneak Kings game. Why? I don't know. He's made a YouTube channel that's and his, <laughs> his latest video has like half a million views. He's not got that many subscribers, but just because this story took off mm-hmm. and he's, he's basically said... So he's, the quote was, if they're worth something someday, we're rich. If they aren't, it's a funny story and a journey. Now, he's actually going to, like, car boot sales and buying these. Yes. And he's hoping, like, there's he's pictures... He's not spending much money, I suppose, but it's the time. I would not imagine so, but there's pictures, like, in his house. He's got, st- he's got like, a room and it's just stacked like that. I'd be interested to know how many get made to how many he's... I mean, if they're giving them away with... A certain Burger King meal, I'd imagine, quite a few. They will be rare, which obviously ups the value. But what makes things, you know, a collectible is the the interest and the 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 demand for it. And I'm sorry, but I don't think that's... But then if he manages to get every copy of it, then he's cornered the market and the demand is he sets the price. Like it becomes rare because he's got every bastard and copy of it. <laughs> it's like that ET game that's in the landfill. Right, I'm just gonna mention yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, the shittest game ever. Yeah, that's. A th- I mean, why? Why would you want to spend your time doing that? I don't know. You must just be bored. And what can I do? And then that popped into his head. I mean, don't get me wrong, I watched five minutes of the video that he put up and it didn't look like he had much going on. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get some time on his hands. Wow. Uh, Bye. What's what's everyone been playing? What you playing? I've been playing that. Artful, Artful Escape. Escape. It's That's cool, isn't it? So cool. It's really cool. Very cool art art style. 
uh, cool kind of gameplay kind of loop. Um, ah, it just looks quite smart. I was really impressed with Harrison. I'm, uh, I don't think I'm far from the end. It's only about two two hours max. I think. Yeah, well, I've, I've I've put I've put a good three or four hours into it. You must be near the end, aren't yeah. It I, I feels a farm because I've like, fought quite a few kind of big boss right. kind of battles. That's the thing as well. Like some of the, it's not hard, is it? No, nah, it's not. Well, no, nah, because you can't even really lose. I've fucked up a couple of times with the key buttons with ah, like trying to play the guitar, and you just kind of get to go again, and again, and again until you get it. Um, but some of the designs for the they're not enemies but you know what I mean because they're, they're not fighting you mm-hmm. you're just battling against them music wise kind of thing but some of the designs is really out there it's really really strange the way they've designed it um, but it looks cool as fuck I'm going to see if you've got I don't know how much it is I can't imagine I mean it's on Game Pass I got it yeah. on Game Pass it's only on Xbox just now as well it's worth I'm, I'm, a I should, I'm sure it'll come to PlayStation Aye, at some point because it's, it's fucking brilliant. I thought like there's a couple of these types of Wii games where I've downloaded to just have on my Xbox, but now I'm getting to that stage where it's like, oh, you need space for this, space mm. for that. And I'm like, wait, I should actually just play a couple of these. So I chucked that on thinking, right, I'll give this 20 minutes if it's any good. And then that was me for four hours. Yeah. I was literally just like, bang, like, played most of it in the one playthrough because it was just that... Because you're quite musically inclined. Like, I remember when I stuck it on, I was like, Andy would really like this. Aye. Aye, no, it's funny as well, isn't it? I can't remember Aye, exactly. Was, I put up a wee clip on Twitter at one point because when you first go into the town and you meet an old woman mm. and like I can't remember what she says, but there's something I was like, that's really funny. Aye, some bits <laughs> are quite funny. Aye, it's really nice. Cool. Well, that's about I've been playing. Jezebel. Obligatory. Obligatory. I can't say a word. Obligatory. 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 I still can't say. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're not on a podcast. Yeah, I know. Right. That that word. Um, obligatory. GTA post uh, time to talk about. I'm afraid. I came home to continue working from home today, and <laughs> there was lots of swearing coming from the conservatory. Oh no! I can't from the do game. It. It was too hard. Or Just, from you? From me. Or from her? From me getting frustrated at the game because right. I couldn't bloody do it. Um, I've still not got past the mission I'm stuck on. GTA 3 is a difficult game, to be fair. Mm. Made slightly easier by the updated controls, but still, those yeah. were unforgiving it's games. It's a mission where yeah. I've got to blow up three vans, three triad vans. I've got right. ten, bo- ten grenades to do it in. And they're, they're moving. The police are after you as soon as you throw one. Like, mm-hmm. It's brutal. But you've a- not got to the flying bits yet. I remember, like, with those games, like, sometimes it's just your luck, because mm-hmm. obviously there's a lot of, like, like, there's a lot of elements that can be different each time, yeah. like, the police, depending on how the police attack you, depending on how well they keep up with you, yeah. so, like, one of those times, things will just fall into place and you'll and do it. at yeah. one point, the vans were, like, on the same street passing each other, and I was like, this is my moment, I can get two in one, and fluffed it, didn't I? <laughs> I'm pleased to report though that the rain is much better. Um, oh, that, is it? I did complain about that when it first came out, but it's yeah. it's improved. It's playable now. It's not. Ah. They've scaled it back yeah, a bit. Yeah, they had to. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Is that all I've played? Potentially. Not sure. I think there was a couple other things you were playing. A wee bit of Assassin's Creed. I've helped Nathan with Spyro again. Yeah, that Assassin's Creed tour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've also been playing Assassin's Creed I went back to 
Assassin's Creed Valhalla. There was something, I don't know, see, finishing Far Cry, it just made me want to dive like back into, I think just like that loop of like going to the next place, clearing it out, going to the next place, clearing it out. And I'd been planning to go back to Valhalla for a while because I refused to have that on my record because I've completed every other Assassin's Creed. <laughs> but uh, so I've probably put about 10 hours into it in the last week and I'm still really enjoying it. Like there is, there's definite problems with it. I don't think it's anywhere near as good as Origins or Odyssey. Um, the... The combat's decent, but so when you're fighting enemies, you can either parry, so you can put up a, I think you've got like a shield or something like that, you can parry with your shield or you can dodge, and if you dodge at the right time, they go into slow motion, you can attack them, but the dodge is so overblown, like he dodges like about 12 foot in whatever direction you press, and it just looks fucking ridiculous. Mm. So that's a bit annoying. And also the upgrade system. I don't know if you remember the upgrade system, Andy, but it was like constellations. Yeah. And like every time oh, I upgrade, yeah. it was like, oh, add 2.3% damage. And I was like, yeah. fuck Very off. Very frustrating. There's no need for it. It's garbage. Like every other upgrade tree has been like, oh, you upgrade so you get a new move, you upgrade this. But this thing's just, it's It's terrible. so, it's the definition of incremental. It's like, so it's bad. It's tiny, tiny wee upgrades. Aye. Very frustrating. I mean, there must be about a thousand of them. It's aye. awful. Every aye, it just t- keeps on going because then you go to another bit and it goes boom and opens up another, another aye. and you're like, oh, what's this now? And it's, it's all just brutal. add 2.3% damage, add 1.7% skill and you're like, or stealth and you're like, this does nothing. Aye, so that's a bit annoying. Um, I played more Max Payne 3, which is it's fucking great. It really is. I'll I'll get the disc over to you once I've finished it, but it's it's brilliant. It's really good. Like I think I said this last week, but it's way better than I remember it. And I remember it being good. The Same. the graphics are pretty decent, but it's the gameplay and it's the way that things interact with. So see, there's an I don't know if you remember this, but there's one of the levels where you're in like a football, a soccer stadium, right? And so you're in the stands and see like when you. If you shoot someone, see just the way they will slide down the stairs, or like the in, in yeah. the crowd, it looks more realistic than anything you see these days. And like obviously Max Payne can do his slow motion dive, but when you do the slow motion dive, if you land on the stairs, you can like slide down the stairs while you're shooting, and it's just like it's John Woo style. Aye, is the uh, is the Kane and Lynch games backwards compatible as well? I'm not sure. Because they came out after Max Payne 3, uh, didn't they? No, they were before. What were they? I'm sure they were like 2007, 2008. Oh, Max Payne was 2010, 2011, right. 2010. No, no. I went on to eBay because I thought, I'll just pick it up on eBay. It'll be a couple of quid. I can get delivered in a few days. I'm not in any rush <laughs> to play it. Turns out, it's worth a fortune. Mm-hmm. The cheapest price I saw for it was 35 quid, but there was loads of them that were like 80, 90, somewhere over 100. Nice. Aye. Nice. So they're obviously, there's obviously, they're obviously quite rare, mm-hmm. which is a bastard. And they've not put it on the digital store. Yeah, right about the order. It was the first one's two thousand seven, the second was two thousand ten, 
and then Max Payne's 2012. Right. I they might they might be backwards compatible. Well, I'm I'll not just, sure. I'll just check that as well. And check that. See, one that isn't backwards compatible that I really wanted to be. Do you remember, just when you mentioned John Woo, do you remember John Woo's Stranglehold? Stranglehold? Yeah. I wanted to play that again, but it's not. There must be some sort of licensing issue with John Woo. He must not be down. He must not be cool. <laughs> While you're looking that up, though, I also played... Um, my phone just turned off. Oh, I played Forza too, but... Nah, you did. We spoke about that. That's it's that's like memes. a constant, though, yeah. isn't it? Like, every, every it's like week it's like, aye, we play more Forza. <laughs> uh, I, I played... Um, I restarted Death Store, so Death Store last week came out on PlayStation and we got some codes through for it, uh, so I was about halfway through the game on Xbox, but I get distracted and I haven't been back to in ages, and it's one of these games where you need to sort of be in the zone, and I felt like, there's a few times I nearly went back to it, but I was like, I'm at a hard bit, it's difficult to just get back into the groove. So because we had these codes come through, I was like, right, I'm going to try and blast through it on PlayStation. So I've started that again. I'm almost at the point where I was at before. It's still so good. It's Get so good. into the groove, in, into the groove. What kind of game is this again? It's like a isometric, you know, bird, and it's like an isometric. Oh, yeah. You're trying to take souls, uh, and it's, it's like, not hack and slash, but it's like an action kind of platform. It's really good. It's excellent uh, very you have to be very precise you can die quite easily but the art style the it's just everything about it's brilliant absolutely brilliant I'd highly recommend it uh, and we also got a code through for a game called Walking Zombie 2 this is on Xbox only and I don't know what to think about it it used to be on mobile and maybe it's just they didn't put as much effort as they should have into porting it, but some of the mobile elements of it are still there. Like, at one point, I was playing it, and it came up asking me to rate the game, and I was like... I think if you say yes, it takes you to the Xbox store to rate it, but I was like, I'm in the middle of playing this here. Now, granted, we get sent a code for it, but other people will have bought it. It's not free. That shouldn't be coming up saying, oh, stop what you're doing during this game and rate it. Then there's also, like, there's so many... You don't need to use them, but there's a load of microtransactions. Like, oh, do you want to pay £5 for a better gun? Do you want to pay this? Do you want to pay that? And what um, platform are you playing on? It's only coming to Xbox. Yeah, okay. uh, it's on mobile at the moment. Like, on mobile, it's really highly rated. Because to be fair, it's... it's it's The art style's a little bit Walking dead Maybe more... It's more actually a bit like Minecraft. Um and you just so you it's like an RPG first person shooter RPG and you're in this survival camp and you have to go out to different areas and clear zombies and it's like fetch quests you have to do the whole okay. time. Um, it's pretty repetitive, but there's something quite addictive about it. I don't know. Like I ended up playing it for about four hours one night, just been like, right, I'll just do one more. I'll do one more. But there, there was something quite fun about it. And by default, there's like an automatic lock-on, so you're pretty much headshotting all the time. And yeah, it just felt pretty good. But another problem with it is the achievement list. Mm. I'm saying this to you. Not difficult, but there's like... So they obviously weren't being very creative with it. And so there's achievements for kill 100 zombies, kill 1,000 zombies, kill 10,000 zombies. I think there's one for kill... 
a hundred thousand zombies. That's a lot. Then it's like headshot fifty, headshot five hundred, headshot five thousand zombies, and like it's not difficult. But I was looking at it, and I was thinking you would easily be there. There's one for unlock five thousand safes, mm-hmm. and I've played it for about six hours, and I've unlocked one. So yeah. I would imagine to get all the achievements in that game, you're talking a couple of hundred hours, which is madness. Mm-hmm. They would have sold more copies had they made it an easy list. So that's a bizarre one, I would say. And that's pretty much it. I've not been back on the on the Far Cry 5 Platinum Hunt yet. I've not had a lot of time in the last week, unfortunately. Mm. You get any answers for us on Kenny Lynch? Doesn't look like it. For fuck's sake. Fucking, I, I bought time for him there for about three minutes. And he's still... Oh, he oh just, is. There we go. Kane and Lynch 2. That's the bad one, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? It's backwards compatible, though. Yep. Let's pick up and find Kane out. and Lynch 2. Did it have slow-mo? I, f- I can't remember. I can't remember either. See if a game's got slow-mo in it. It can't be bad. I decided <laughs> that a long time ago. It's a lot of fun. Okay, so alongside this podcast, we also write stuff. So, you know, if his, if his talking shit isn't enough and you want more, you can head to puredeadgaming.com where you can read stuff too. You can read shit. Mm-hmm. We have a few writers, so it's not just us. And there's a bunch of content. And it's also where we post our pre-show polls. So if you're not happy with how things get voted, then you can make a difference by casting your vote. What is new on the website this week? Uh, well, that game that I was talking about, The Walking Zombie 2, I put up a Let's Play on YouTube for that, so if you're any interest, you can take a look and see if you like it. It comes out on the 5th of December, which would be Tuesday next week, um, so you can check that out if you want. Uh, in the next few days... It's the 5th of December, is not Tuesday next week, it's Sunday. No. Is it? Yeah. Well, it can't be that then. Maybe the 3rd. I think it's Friday, actually. It comes out this Friday, so the day after this podcast goes live. Um, in the next few days, we hope to have reviews of Death Door, the Grand Theft Auto trilogy, finally. And I'm we're doing a wee combo review. Never yeah. done a combo review before. Cheeky combo. Yeah. And also, I think Kay Pedersen's almost finished his Battlefield Twenty Forty Two review, so there should be a few reviews coming up shortly. No. Do we have the full lyrics for the news song? No, no. He's fucking phoned in, man. News, news. <laughs> you come to us all for the news. We've got the power for you to give you the news. Listen to us, yes, y'all. It's the news. Dun, 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 dun. That was a pretty good temper I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll tell you something, we've done well as well. See, to try and pull some news out of our ass after the last week. Because there's yeah. fuck all happening. Yeah. I mean, yeah, first up, being a, a good example of how how deep we've dove into finding some news. Upcoming Kung Fu brawler Sifu won't have difficulty settings, but will be beatable in one run without aging. That's according to the game's producer, Pierre Tarno, I'm going to mm-hmm. call him. He was speaking in an interview with MP First and he said, We want Sifu to challenge players and to encourage them to learn, improve and adapt. 
The ability to rise up from death will help new players by allowing them to fail and try again multiple times when they face difficulty. But the price of mistakes will rapidly increase and in order to fully complete the game, they will have to master the combat system. Tarnell also confirmed that the game won't have difficulty options at launch, but said that the team may consider it as an after-launch update if there's a demand. Easy mode, please. <laughs> so does that mean that like, it's going to kind of adapt to him, how often you die or something like that? I, d- I think it's just a case of this. we've set a difficulty and that's it. <laughs> we've got a normal mode and that's it. Mm-hmm. I think so. Right. Like, And it should be accessible oh, to yeah. all. Really. I think well, it's like, this hopefully, is... or it could be Demon Souls. <laughs> and it's just fucking hard as hell. Mm. And but you like either, saying, either like, get good or get to fuck. Uh, like, uh, that's how they want you to play the game almost. Like, know. they want mm. you to adapt and try different things and whatever. Get so, good at it, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rather than just going up or easy mode to get uh, by this, but actually get good at the game that yeah. we've spent years making up all these moves. So they want you to get good at exactly. the game. Exactly. And it's, it's clever in a sense because they want you to spend more time with it Play in it. essence isn't it don't, don't be wrong like, I, I like the idea that I just I hope it's not brutally hard mm-hmm. because see from the stuff we've seen it's quite enclosed spaces and I feel like you might have to be like really fast with your inputs like I think there might be a lot happening at once and if you aren't precise as fuck I don't know I like it I, mean, I like it when a game challenges you yeah I, I think Demon Souls is a bit too much Aye. but somewhere like a happy medium between that and you know what I mean just like something that you do have to spend like an hour or two yeah I don't mind that and then perfecting the bit you know what I mean because you get a sense of reward that's that's what we were brought up with exactly you know what I mean games were harder back uh in the day 100% Mario 3 is fucking solid (laughs) it is some bits are brutal see when you get to the ship levels those fucking cannons man oh man (laughs) maybe an absolute ninja I know shows how good you were at games back in the day we got a, a few bits of feedback on this as well so I asked what people thought about this with no difficulty options and Donnie said it looks so repetitive like bad repetitive nothing I've seen in this game jumps out at me to be honest which is not something I've heard before everyone else I've heard has been pretty positive on it FZ said I don't know I often find games without difficulty options either don't need them or can be learned quick enough so hopefully and Upward Boss said if it's brutally hard, I'm out. Y'all have fun. If it's not, I'll probably play it as it does look good. So, a range of opinions. Mm-hmm. My sort of takeaway from this, as you can imagine, was trophy related. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I just hope, see that little comment about how you can complete the game without aging. So, just for anyone that isn't aware, Sifu, the plan is with it that you come in here and if you die, you then come back as an older version of the character. And so each time you die, you age. And mm. I think as you age, it's, it's possible, I don't know if they've confirmed this or not, but the vibe I get is a little bit like Hades, where if you put that assist mode on, if you die, you when you come back, you take less damage. And I wonder if it's that, like when you come back, you're wiser. So maybe it gets a bit easier. I don't know if that's the case though. Mm-hmm. But just a little comment when they said this game can be completed without aging. That's a trophy. I worry that that's a fucking trophy. <laughs> <laughs> that you have to complete the game without dying. And I bet it's hard as nails, if mm-hmm. that's true. I mean, maybe it won't be, but the concern is real. Yes. Okay, next up in what's now becoming a monthly tradition, the PlayStation Plus games for the following month have been leaked. 
Unless for once the leak is wrong, we will be getting Godfall on PS5 and PS4, along with Mortal Shell and Lego DC Supervillains for PS4. These games should go live on Tuesday, December 7th. Thoughts? Mm, no, brilliant. Nah, I mean, I... I was actually surprised, like, I asked on Twitter, like, what people's thoughts on this were, and most people were like, fuck, yes, they were quite happy with it. Like, I don't know, I, I could not care less about Godfall. No. Mortal Shell is one of those really difficult games that, like, I wouldn't be able to get out of the first room in, and no. we've got Lego DC villains too. Uh, no, super villains, not villains too. Uh, which is a first world problem, but I mean it's not one for us. Um, <laughs> but I was surprised. Like um, uh, again, some of the feedback we got on this, uh, Catherine said I'd be happy with Godfall. I have it on my wish list uh, recently, but I've not been willing to pay the thirty euros. And Carla said it's a pass for me this month. I welcome months where there are, where there are no games I'm interested in, as it helps me catch up. That's true. And yeah. I, I was like, I really resonated with that when she said that. I was like, yeah. You're <laughs> almost like a sigh of relief because you're like, I don't need anything else on this backlog. So <laughs> please just have a, have a take the month off PlayStation Apparently Plus. Apparently that's a big reason why not as many people are playing Vanguard this year. Mm. Apparently there's not as many players. That's the worst sales they've had in like 14 yeah. years or something. And they were like obviously doing a poll in uh, loads of different various reasons. But one of the big ones was people just look at other games to play. Mm. And they're, like, they're happy enough with Warzone, which well, we're saying free. is the free bit, it's the Battle Royale bit. Yeah. Um, people are happy enough with that to get the Call of Duty fix. So they don't need another another game. Like, Why shell out, out 70 quid? Exactly, forking out the money for it when they've got all these other games to play as well. So it Makes just shows sense. you sometimes that these yearly yearly games sometimes it might be better just to make them like kind of biannual maybe just to get a bit of uh, people wanting it again yeah. rather than just coming out oh, I'll play it because I like the series bang you know, you know what I mean yeah I think you might find more people, more of them doing that like obviously Assassin's Creed used to be yearly and then as Origins came out then they took a year off and they brought out Odyssey took a year off mm. brought out Valhalla so they went to buy yearly and that was because, I believe, of sales starting to slow down a bit. Like, mm. sales were slowing down a little bit with uh, Syndicate. And so maybe maybe this will be what Activision will end up doing. Because, see, to be fair, like, if you're a company and your aim, you've got shareholders to satisfy, and your aim, your job is to make as much money as possible, if you're putting out a game every year and it's breaking records in sales every year, like there's no way you can go into a meeting and say we're going to just do it every two years but once the sales start to drop yeah. then that becomes a viable here's, well, here's the new marketing strategy so yeah I'd be, I'd be happy to see it every two years maybe there's hope for pace yet nice let's not get it. let's not get carried away R.I.P. <laughs> okay in its latest company briefing CD Projekt Red has confirmed that it's aiming to release the native PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series versions of Cyberpunk 2077 in the first quarter of 2022. Mm. The developer reveals that it'll also be launching major update on all platforms alongside the next-gen edition. There are no details on what this patch will include, but it's assumed that it is what the studio has been working on over the last few months. The company also commented on the Game Pass speculation that has been circulating on and off for months. 
The company reiterated that it is way too early to be considering joining the service. So fucking excited, geezer. Well, I'm going to obviously just wait for this then. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was meant to come out this year, but we, we spoke, I think it was probably about June we started alerting yeah. people that this isn't coming this year. <laughs> and obviously as it as it so panned out, but oh, fucking, there's been loads of like, in fact, this comes from a, a bit of feedback from Dave. Cyberpunk really seems to be get, to be riding a positive wave for the first time recently. I'm not even sure why is there still hope for this game. I don't know, but I fucking hope so, because it's amazing. Mm. I can't count the amount of times that I've been like, I'm just going to play through it again now. <laughs> but if I do that, then I won't want to play it a third time, and I, I want to experience the next-gen version. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to hold off, but fuck me, what a game. And it has. It's Over the last couple of weeks, Like, there's been loads of positivity around it. I saw one of the lead developers had tweeted out saying thank you so much for all the positive feedback. And it was in Steam, there's two different types of reviews. There's all-time reviews and then there's recent reviews. And yeah. the recent reviews are um, are very positive. Mm. Um, so it's definitely turning a corner. So they've start, started patching it and it's oh, getting Oh, patchingly mad. But obviously they seem to be planning some massive update to come with the next-gen version, so that sounds cool as well. Cool. Don't know what they're gonna add. There's talk of free DLC and stuff like that as well. So, no, yeah, I'll just wait it. Oh, definitely, definitely wait now. I mean, I think it's gonna be. You're talking March or April. It's not a long mm-hmm. time away. Um, nah, I would definitely wait, but it's gonna be brilliant. It's. I mean, love the game. I love the game. If it's late March, early April. There's yeah, my, there's my birthday right there. Well, there you go. I, I'll just mm-hmm. get, I'll get that for you, Andy. Don't you worry. But what I would say is, like I've said this before, it's like Fallout, but with some of the best, most fleshed out characters ever in gaming in cool. a cyberpunk world, mm-hmm. which is just fucking geez it. And Keanu Reeves. And Keanu Reeves, aye. Uh, see, just before we move on, this is not much of anything, but I've just had a message from one of my pals. I was supposed to be going to the gym tonight after we finish and I'm hanging by my arse at the moment and he's just cancelled and I would like to do a happy joy, a happy <laughs> joyous dance because I was going to be in the gym from about half past ten till about midnight tonight and that's now are not you gonna happening. T- are you going to text him and go, well, I'm kind of disappointed in you but if that's what needs to be done... Oh, I'm going to call him every dickhead under the sun, eh? <laughs> it's, it's like, I'm, I, I was this close to... What's his excuse for no going? I was, I was this close to peak fitness. You <laughs> can still do a workout in the house. You can still go to the gym yourself. Mm-hmm. Stop ruining my fun, right? <laughs> Sakes, man. Stop on vibing on my vibe, man. I know. It's the first time I've had a smile on my face all day and you're trying to ruin it. What's she like, Andy? What's she like? Terrible. Okay, according to the Adobe Digital Economy Index, which recorded over 1 trillion visits to US retail sites, the Xbox Series S dominated this year's Black Friday console sales in America. While stock issues may may have played a part in this, it's no doubt a great sign for Xbox. Definitely. Yeah. I don't believe... Like, see all this fucking Black Friday over here, though. It's so fucking... It'll not be long before we even get Thanksgiving over here. I know. You know that? Aye. They're so desperate take... to adopt anything American. Aye, we, we just take... I mean, what was it? It's Black Friday's because literally in America, nobody really left the house, so the sales weren't even in the red, they were in the black. Uh, that's the kind of... That's where it comes from. 
so they put all these fucking sails on to get people out of the house. They're not half of them are leaving that kid. They're all trampling each other. And they're all now know. like I mean, certainly over here it's you know, it's a week long situation yeah. or month oh, for even some retailers. I was, like, getting, I was getting emails today being like, oh, the Black Friday deals stop soon. And I'm like, right, it's fucking Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Stop know. sending me emails. Yeah. I mean, there have been some, some good distance, don't get me wrong. But you do yes, get the odd good yeah. deal, but half of it is a lot of shite. Like, a month before it, they're like, let's bump the price up and then we'll put it, we'll do a deal on Black Friday and all that sort of stuff. That's what you've got to realise if you're no clever enough to know that. You know what I mean? Because I remember when uh, you probably maybe realised it when you worked in B&Q as well but in home base when I was in charge of like, the seasonal area they would bring out like a new fucking patio set and it, when it first went out the price was like something like £800 £800 two weeks put on, on sale for two weeks so they could then say yeah. now £400 which yeah. is actually yeah. the that's not even the price yet. that's still inflated yeah. probably only worth 200 but they can say 800 down to 400 and people are like fuck exactly people are so easy to manipulate here's a little tip I don't know if I've ever talked about this in the podcast I maybe have apologies although I'm sure we do have some new listeners but yeah I used to work in a hardware store being here can say that because I don't work there anymore but so they did a lot of seasonal stuff a lot of Christmas stuff and what would happen was I would used to have to work Boxing Day which was a pain in the dick but you'd go in on Boxing Day and everything would be reduced like 95% off. Like ornaments were like 5p. Like the trees were, up, the trees that were like 80 quid the day before were like a pound. Like <laughs> like fake trees, yeah. artificial trees, like ones that you could buy and then use next year. The best time to do your Christmas shopping Absolutely. for next year. Oh yeah, so if you are like, right, I want, Christmas was good this year, but I want to really up what I'm doing with Christmas, my decoration game. I want to up that next year. Go to a hardware store right after Christmas yeah. because you will get stuff so cheap. Because otherwise it's just getting bent. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's just, it's just going to sit there because it's going to pay out a season for the fucking year. Yeah. So they, they just put it down to next to nothing, just about. I also remember one year having to work the refund till on oh god uh, boxing day some of the brass neck honestly i vividly Aye. remember this guy coming up and he just you know that way when somebody just looks like an asshole uh-huh. like you'll know you've got a mirror <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking at you <laughs> uh, so this fucking guy comes up dragging this box behind him the bot even the box man it looks like he's fucking slept in the box and you're like people comes up and he's like i want to return this that's a fucking Christmas tree. Oh, what? <laughs> and I'm like, do you? And he's like, uh-huh. Uh, I'm like, what was the matter? Just, it wasn't he suitable? And he's he's like, he's not, he literally can't even keep a, suitable. he can't even keep a straight face. And I'm like, was it not I? And he's like, no, nah, it's no use. I, 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 I won't be using it. I'm like, I mean, you won't I be using it. Fucking, I, uh, <laughs> I'm like, you won't be using it now, will you? And he's like, no, here. And he fucking sits it up on the desk. And I swear to God, there's still bits of tinsel on the tree that he's fucking see. flattened back down to get on. He's clearly used it. Yes. And then he's taking it down the next morning. And I'm like, mate, no way. Off you go. And he's like, I want to speak to a manager. I want to speak to a manager. I'm like, just piss off. Get out of here. But he fucking demanded to speak to a manager. 
And so I went and got a manager, and the manager comes out, and he's—he was so eager to please customers. He's like, "That's no problem. We'll take that back." Oh god! And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> no way is he getting that back?" And he was like, "No, no, we'll, we'll take it back, sir. We'll take it back." And I'm like, "You're setting a precedent here. Don't oh, take that bad. fucking tree." And he, but he took it back, gave the guy a full refund. I was like, "I'm done. I'm off the. I'm off refunds. No way." <laughs> Did you ever no have anyone? Way, man, bringing back a toilet seat. No, I, I seen somebody, somebody bringing back a toilet seat once, and I was God. like, "Ah, fucking gads, just fucking, just take the hit, aye. you know, aye. whatever the issue is with that thing there, <laughs> take the fucking hit. Aye. Do not unscrew that and bring it back into the shop. That's just fucking wrong." Yeah, but we had that once, and I couldn't believe it when I seen the person bringing it out, putting it on the info desk. Slamming it down. I was like, is that, a, is that a fucking toilet that guy's just brought back? And we're like, aye. I was like, Jesus Christ. I, one time I bought a house and I'm when I'm on moving in day, I'm like unpacking stuff and things like that. And uh, I went into, there was an ensuite bathroom. And I went in. I'm like, why is there not a toilet seat? The f- they're fucking taking the toilet seat oh, with no. them. no. Really? Honestly. Was it one of these like weird ones that's got like fucking fish and shit on it though? I was, aye. It was, it was some sort of like but still, you don't take the toilet seat. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Weird talk. They take the light bulbs and stuff like that as well. Fuck I had to off. Go a, I had to go a trip to B&Q and fucking replace all the light bulbs. So it's going to get dark in an hour. <laughs> Cost a fortune. <laughs> I know. Unbelievable. Yeah, so just kind of going back to... Oh, aye, Black Friday. Aye, the, the Xbox Series S sales. Like, do you think that's just largely because you can't fucking get a PlayStation 5 or an X? Aye, pretty much. I mean, it will be partly that, but at the same point, like, it's a cracking deal. Yeah, sure. And, mm. like, a lot of people... Like, it's... What the Xbox Series S... Like, it's a very powerful machine, and it's cracking value. Mm. I mean, yeah, you can go into a store and pick it up, which is... A large plus. Yeah, I mean, when when I <laughs> but, was in, when I was shopping the other day, like there was clearly a dad who had no idea about gaming and for the console for the child for <laughs> Christmas, and I was just I couldn't help but listen in to like the conversation, like and he's asking all these questions. I'm like, you've got no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> but if, I mean, if you're if you're looking for a console this yeah. this I Christmas, think, what, you, is, what you buying? That's what she recommends. Exactly. Fair, so. And uh, see, this it's going to get Xbox like back into the game. Yeah. Because it's the only next gen console you can get just now. So there's going to be lots of people that'll be like, that maybe get, we'll just get that from doing it like, So it's going to get them a hell of a market share back. I don't think it'll probably be enough to overtake the 50%, but it'll be close. Yeah, and keeping on the Xbox chat, the Game Pass editions for the at least the first half of December have been revealed and are as follows. So we have November 30th, Evil Genius 2, World domination which is on console piece console pc and cloud um november 30th as well mind scanners what the hell is that it, it looked like some sort of like pixel pixel point and click game i don't think it's even who's gonna okay. spend too much time on okay november 30th as well generation zero that's on console pc and cloud then we've got Everyone's favourite, Lawn Moan Simulator. That comes out on December 2nd on console. And there you go, Andy. Warhammer 40,000. Battle Sector. Battle Battle Sector. That's December 2nd as well on console and PC. Got Halo Infinite, December 8th, console, PC and Cloud. Among Us, December 14th on console. And The The Gunk. Gunk. 
on December 16th on Quincy. Yeah, this might be all we get, but usually they announce stuff up to about the 16th and then they add a couple more later on. Yeah. Now, I don't know if they won't do that because it's Christmas, a bit of a busy time, but then maybe it's more of an incentive yeah. to do it. So we might get more, but even if we don't, like Evil Genius 2 is meant to be really good. That's like a city builder type thing, but you're yeah. trying to build an evil empire. It just And it's day one on Game Pass as well. It just came out today and it's meant to be really good. Um, and obviously Halo. Between Evil Genius 2, Halo, and of course Lawn Mode Simulator, um, you're pretty much sorted. Among Us as well. It's not my cup of tea, but that is one of the biggest games in the world. Yeah, so. There's so much merchandise I've seen everywhere for it. Nah. Like loads of shops I went to. There's huge. They've got stuff. We yeah. downloaded it for Nathan on the... Because he was interested because he'd watched some YouTube videos on it. And we downloaded it onto his Switch and he's played it once or something, didn't really didn't really like it. We did get one piece of feedback on this though. It was Viva La Xbox, who's obviously quite happy with the Game Pass. And he said, I, or she said, I'm not sure, I said, I have heard so many good things about Evil Genius 2. People need to not sleep on this game. Yeah, I've heard the same. Saw reviews coming out for it. It's kind of eights across the board. And it's maybe pretty good. Media Molecule has just released a huge new update for Dreams and it's targeting both sides of the gameplay and creation. With version number 2.35, the studio is introducing a major new feature to Dream Shaping, the part of the experience in which you create things, but it's also releasing an original game developed in-house for fans to play. After installing the latest update, you'll have access to the hack and slash Media Molecule developed ancient daggers, a bat's tail and also special templates for creation. If you want to make a 2D platformer in Dreams but have no idea how to build one from scratch, you can use the likes of a 2D platformer template. This way most of the hard work is already done. You simply follow the steps to complete the basic game and then you can continue working on it and tweaking it after. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, Dreams is dead on its arse but it's a fucking cool programme. It's impossible not home. to think of that song once it comes no, up. No, you got the best drum. Yeah. But it, like, I, I played Dreams at launch. We got sent it by Sony and it was fucking cool. Like, the, the game that Media Molecule made for you to play with it was awesome. And then, I mean, I've got no interest in building a game on it, but the stuff None. people were making was fucking yeah. really cool. There was like somebody had remade Fallout Four on it, like part of it. I'm like, how did somebody do this? And then there was like loads of stuff. Why like, as well? Well, I true, but there was there was a lot of really really cool stuff on it. But I think this, I would like to, I'd like to get Nathan on this because it. The one problem was it seemed quite difficult to make stuff, but with these templates, mm-hmm. like that's going to make it a lot easier. Like you can you can. In, import a 2d platformer template and once you've got that then you can start editing bits and pieces of it and it's so much easier to do that once you've made it yeah so i, I really like the idea of this the, the problem we've got is that i'm sure it was a disc sony sent us and we currently have a digital ps5 and a playstation 4 that the disc drive's broken in so that's a it's bit of, broken uh, the disc drive just stopped working fuck honestly i think sounds like a helicopter taking off it's, the PlayStation 4 is dead on its arse. The, I keep waiting for this to happen, and I don't know why it hasn't yet, but 
the only way at this point they can save dreams is by either putting it on PlayStation Plus or making it a free app on PlayStation. Mm. If they did, people will use it. Mm. And that's what they need because there's not enough people using it. And if it was built in, like maybe it was like one of the PlayStation Plus collection games. So if you had PlayStation Plus, you always had access to this game. Yeah. Like that would flood people in. And it's honestly, it's an incredible fucking thing. It got really high scores and it deserves to be played. And also then I'd be able to play it again if they did that because I'm sitting on my disc that I can't use. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Just the last bit of news as well. Deck Nine has revealed the new release date for Life is Strange True Colors on Switch after it was delayed back in September. Um, it was delayed into an unannounced date, but they have now revealed that it will release digitally on December 7th and then the physical release of it will be February 25th, 2022. 2022, yeah. It'd be interesting to see that. Like, See the Life is Strange games, they're basically... They're not point and click, you move about yourself, but it's essentially like a very slow paced explorative game. And for some reason, like I reviewed it on PlayStation 5, and one of the, the only, it was a brilliant game, but one of the only issues with it was there was major like FPS drops, mm. which is ridiculous considering it was a PlayStation 5, and it was the same on the Xbox as well. Mm. So I would, although it's a really good game. I would say wait for a few reviews because I would be concerned how this thing's going to run on the Switch. I don't know that it's going to be the best place to play it. But it could be. There was one bit of news I saw really late on as well. It's not really... Well, it is news. So remember Dying Light 2 was supposed to come out early December and then it got delayed. It's come out in February. Mm-hmm. And then last week we had the news item when they were saying, look, we're not, we're not... No, they didn't bring it forward. That was Sifu. Oh, but yeah. they said, we're not fucking delaying it again. And we were like, I will see. Well, today it went gold, which means the disc is now printed. Which, see, to be fair, makes you think it possibly could have come out in December. They're obviously just wanting to be super cautious and they'll spend the next two months bug fixing. But it went gold today, so that is coming out. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Right, I've got a new section. I've been I've been thinking about. Uh, this hasn't been discussed. This is a democracy. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I didn't want you to have time to prepare because it's mostly you. I'm going to be hitting with this. Oh, yeah. A few of these games Jess would have to get In fact every one of them Jess would have to guess To be fair Because it's more aimed at you Andy But Jess okay. is quite a good guesser As we know by the box office And the films mm-hmm. So this section Is tentatively named Highest rated in the franchise You got okay. something for that Andy? <laughs> uh, for fuck's sake Dance monkey dance right. Not, uh, not off the top of my head No <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe next week. Maybe guy. next week, because this is this is gonna be a returning feature. Okay. Okay. So in this feature, as you can guess, I will be listing some franchise games, and we'll be talking, and you'll be trying to guess which is the highest rated, the ha- the top three highest rated. Now, as some in of these review scores. Yes, and right. I've taken it from Metacritic, so it's like a, an average of the review scores. Right. So, for instance, we have... Is this it, or is this just an example? No, this is going to be one of them. So, like, for instance, the Batman Arkham games, you have 
Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Origins, and then Arkham Knight. Oh, so God. you have to tell me which you think is rated highest to lowest, and then we'll see if you get them right. So that's your first one. Can I get a 50-50 or phone a friend, please? Hmm. All right, Harry Redknapp. <laughs> what? Arkham Asylum? Right, so Arkham Asylum was the first one. Mm-hmm. You're in the asylum in that one. Uh, then there was Arkham City, where you went out to the city. Right. Uh, then there was Arkham Origins, which wasn't made by Rocksteady. That was the sort of black sheep of the family. That right. was made by WB, and it was the one where you're back out in the city, but... I mean, it, it is... Well, I'm not... Maybe showing my hand a wee bit you're here, You're in but the car was, quite a lot. No, that was Night. That was the one in PlayStation 4. That's the fourth Xbox one. Aye. So I'm going to go for... City. Right. Two... Number one, Night, then Origins. So you're going to say Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight, Arkham Origins? Yeah. Obviously you would be guessing here. Do you want to make a guess? Yes. Um, I'm going to say... Not being the biggest Batman fan. Right, I mean, I don't even know the names. I'm going to go the fourth one first. Right, well, first of all, you need to watch your step, right, after trying to tell me that Batman uh, Returns can't be a Christmas film. <laughs> it is a Christmas film, I'm not disputing that. But it's just it shite, just we don't want to watch it. <laughs> right, so number four. A fucking 7.4 on IMDb. Number four first. Right. Then number one. Right. Then number two, then number three. Andy's actually got the order exactly right. Boom. I would have thought that Arkham Asylum would have been the highest rated one. Because hmm. that no, was kind of Metroidvania. Because it was really good, but the second one was one of those games where it like, like made everything better. And like, I suppose. Totally... I mean, the first one's my favourite. I just love the Asylum yeah, set. So, so but, uh, I mean, they're all rated highly apart from Origins, which I've yet to fully play through. So Arkham City got a 96, which is Fuck. fucking massively That's high. mental for an average. Arkham Asylum got 92. Arkham Knight get 87 and that was that one was like panned because of the Batmobile but it's still yeah. got an 87 you spent so long in that yeah. fucking thing I still quite liked it and then Arkham Origins was a 76 which is still a respectable score to be fair mm-hmm. so this week I'm only going to do three but I'll, I'll come up with another three for next week so next up Bioshock so there's Bioshock 1 Bioshock 2 and Bioshock Infinite mm. Again, Jess, I know you haven't played these, so you would have to guess. Two, three, one. One, three, two. And he's nailed it again. <laughs> uh, Bioshock, 96, mm-hmm. again. But as a fucking Stone Cold classic of a game. Yeah, uh, it really is, yeah. Bioshock Infinite's got a 93, which Book, I enjoyed Booker that game, Duet. but I, I wouldn't have said it was as high as that. I didn't think it it felt like a Bioshock game, though, yeah. for me. And then Bioshock 2 still got an 88. Yeah, which felt more like a Bioshock game. Right, I think I might, I might trip you up this one. Top 3 rated FIFA games oh, from God. FIFA 2008 to FIFA 21. Oh man! What are the three highest rated in order? Oh wow! Yeah, you're gonna get me in this one. Lil Jin there with the first two. Mm-hmm. Although I'm surprised you got City first. That was good. From 2008, fuck! Uh, this is gonna be a total guesswork, really. Oh, I'm gonna say number one is 2015. 
And that's, that's as bad as it's going to be. Right, well, it's not in the top three, so... <laughs> As and that's the only clue you're getting, Andy. I forgot you were listening. Is 14 in there? It is. Right, Because that was the first one that came out on Next Gen, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 14. Because mm. see the PS4 and 360 version of 14? It was fucking excellent because the PS3 360 one had come out. But then when the PS4 version and the, three, uh, the Xbox One version came out, it was 60 FPS instead of 30. And mm. it was so smooth. But it is, I'll give you a clue, it's the third highest rated. Right. So, right, 14. I got an 87. Two. Let's go for... Ah, uh, 2018... Nope. And then nah, and then the latest one. No. Right. Uh FIFA fourteen got an eighty seven, FIFA twelve got a Shit. ninety, and FIFA ten got a ninety one. Jesus, so they're old, the ones that nah. Do they adjust these figures as time? No, it's the review. It's so when a game oh, comes yeah. out, there's say I think for gaming there's maybe a hundred and thirty roughly uh, outlets. Um, that we're not included in, by the way. Fuck you, Metacritic. <laughs> Fuck you very much. Uh, well, and, we're in there now. Aye. And so it, they take all their review scores and they come up with an average, but it is weighted. Like, see if IGN gives something a nine, but then one of the sort of periphery ones give it a six. Like, IGN's nine counts more than a six. Yeah. But they take mm. it all and that's how they get the average. So it's, it's no science, but it is quite a... A lot of people hate Metacritic, but it is a good way to gauge the the sort of average of like critic opinions mm-hmm. um, but yeah FIFA 10 12 and 14 so yeah that's this week's highest rated in the franchise and next week I'll come back with a few more if I get any hope of playing this oh there'll be some that you'll have played right okay yep. <laughs> you get working on that song highest rated in the <laughs> franchise he needs to do, do shitty platinum songs don't distract him oh mm-hmm. sorry no? Yes, please. Shitty, 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 shitty fucking platinum. Shitty platinum. Boom, shitty platinum. Yes, so over to Craig to present you with what we have dubbed a shitty platinum slash 1000. This week I decided to go festive. And I chose Christmas Break. <laughs> this one is an arcade brick breaker. So it's one of the old school games where you've got like the paddle along the bottom and you have to, you're constantly knocking like a ball up and trying to break all the bricks. Okay. It's quite a famous type of game. That's not what it's called though. Brick Breaker, it is. Is it? Yep. Brick Breaker. And so it's all themed around Christmas. Uh, all the bricks that you have to break are like gingerbread men, candy canes, different stuff like that. You get all the power-ups are also Christmas related. Uh, these people, the I'm just going to call them the brick people, they release an endless these amount people. of these games. Like Even when they released Christmas Break, they also released at the same time Christmas Break head-to-head, where you could play it two-player. Oh, and wow. it's a separate game with a separate platinum. There's mm. also Christmas Break 2, there's Halloween Break, Halloween Break 2, New Year Break, New Year Break 2, 
Easter break, Easter break too. There's about no, no need. Every seasonal. Is it just got a different skin on it or something? Oh, aye, it's the same fucking game, but yeah. different. Instead of candy canes, it's like pumpkins. That's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> but it's not even just that. There's like, it's. I mean, most of them are seasonal related, but there is like even different. Aye, there's like. I, I can't even. I, I I'll look up for next week. There's. Okay, we can anyway. There's way more than twenty of them anyway, but it's quite fun. Like brick breakers are generally quite a fun brick type of breaker. game. There's only from memory. There's only one kind of not difficult trophy, but you have to get a, You have to clear the the screen within a certain amount of time, and that is quite dictated by the type of power up you get. Like the power ups are random, and you're looking for like a certain one. So, I mean, it's not necessarily difficult. You may have to play it a wee bit longer to get the certain power-up you need. I've already lost it. <laughs> Look. Shitty Platinum is here to stay. I'm aware. Uh, you yeah. are aware. But you talk to me and you look at me as if I care. <laughs> and I don't well, we'll be Platinum in quite a few of these games coming up. And I might have to tag you in. So yes, I would say difficulty 2 out of 10, probably 20 minutes, but I, I, I've got a couple of them. Last Christmas, I did a few of the Christmas ones, and yeah, there was times where it did take me maybe half an hour or so, because I was waiting on a certain um, power-up. You also, there's trophies for every different power-up and stuff like that as well, so yeah, it can take a wee bit longer, depending on what you get. But yep, that's this week's shitty plat. Okay, thank you. Movie time! It's Christmas movie time. As I mentioned at the beginning, we have scrapped gaming movie night in favour of Christmas movie night. Obviously, it's December. This week, we watched 8-Bit Christmas, which is very much a gaming movie as it centres around the desperate search for a Neds for Christmas. What did we think? I quite liked it. Yeah. I did too. I was uh, fairly entertained. Yep. few lols. I did laugh out loud quite a few yes. times, yeah. I thought it was quite funny. It's a Christmas film that I would watch again. Mm-hmm. Like I'd, I liked I'd watch it, it again as well. Yeah. I think, as I mentioned to you, like we watched it together, um, but I want the kids to watch it because I mm. think the message behind it was good for children and yeah. that it's not all about the presents and I think sometimes yeah. that can get lost. Because they never got the, the Nintendo no, one then, didn't they? No, spoiler alert. Sorry guys, Sorry. he doesn't actually get it in the end. At this point, I'm just going to input the bit of feedback we got from Flying Taco who said, I would have burnt that fucking treehouse to the ground for not getting a Nintendo. <laughs> well, I thought that fucking treehouse looked awesome. It though. did look awesome. It did. I would, it looked I would cool. love to have that. Yeah. I, would, I would debate Nintendo or the treehouse. I'd, I'd be like 50-50. I mean, see, to be fair, though, like, he must... I mean, I'm saying it, he must have. Like, it's a fucking... It was an actual thing that happened and not a film. But if that was well, real... Li- this situation has I, happened. But if that was real life, see, when you were walking up to that treehouse... You were expecting a Nintendo in the treehouse, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a TV and a Nintendo in the treehouse. <laughs> I uh, thought the bit was funny when he went into the the mall and the Nintendo was talking to him. Aye. What's, his, what's the kid's name again? Yeah, oh, shit. I don't remember any of the kids' names. Millennium Falcon Jake 1. Doyle. Jake Doyle. This is Millennium it's... Falcon Super King or something. <laughs> He's this like, uh, Jake, come and play with me. And then it's like, uh, he's like, pick a game, any game, I have all the games. And he's like, you got Jill, 
pick another game. <laughs> and it's like, if you get, if you get versus, pick another game. Yeah, How about I'm... Rampage? Uh, Rampage? I've got that game. You know, I, mean, I thought that was quite yeah. fun. <laughs> pick a game, any game. Look at that game. <laughs> the, I thought the kid that see the spoiled brat at the beginning. Oh, was, fucking hell. I mean, he was such a knob, but I thought that was a good bit of the film because he was so fucking hateable, so wasn't he? So smarmy. When he, just, he was just like, winner stays on. Aye. And, and like, he would he's... invite everybody in to watch him play. Aye. <laughs> what are we, dick? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> anybody want a Pop-Tart? 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 Mum, can we get some Pop-Tarts? Uh, yes, honey, how many do you need? Pop-Tart, Pop-Tart. One <laughs> for himself, yeah, we bastard. And that time when he comes out, and he gets his mum to play theme music like he's in the wrestling. He comes out yeah. his own fucking entrance music. Oh, and then he's got that power glove. Remember that thing? I, I, I actually had to look up to see if that was real. I don't I, remember, I remember it. it. I remember that. Yeah, this, it was a load of shit. Oh, when I looked up, it said it came out in December. 1989 and it was discontinued in 1990 and I was really like bad. fuck me man yeah. that must have been awful really that's obviously what they're playing up in the film as well when he lost <laughs> looking at his wanking yeah. it looked like a wanking glove so was it like meant to be a controller like something like kind of like infrared right okay so just yeah. technology was not there for it like a massively early move controller basically uh, basically that's what it was good old Nintendo yeah, no, I I I did genuinely like it. I really, I I would definitely we'll watch it again with the kids. It was interesting though. So I never mentioned this to you, and I think I've told you a story before though. But as we're coming towards the end of the film, so on Christmas Day he doesn't get the Nintendo. Like he's 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 asked for this Nintendo. His parents have said no, you're not getting a Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And it comes to Christmas morning, and he gets that shite fucking book stand thing. And then oh no, this, that's what he got from the. The Cub Scouts thing, because he done. No, that. he got the book. He got the books from the Cub Scouts, but then his ends. parents got him bookends yeah. for it. Fuck right, aye, aye. That's what they got him. Right until the treehouse, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, see, when it like looked over, and they're like, "Oh, there's a present from your fucking auntie or something like that that's magically in his uncle in Japan." His uncle in Japan that the first oh, time you've heard about it's and the it, Famicom. Aye, and it looks <laughs> like this a similar box. Uh, and I thought, like, when they said about an uncle in Japan, I thought they were joking and it was actually them and they'd got my Nintendo or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was starting to be like, they fucking ripped off my childhood. <laughs> because when I was young, like, my mother didn't have massive amounts of money. So, like, I had, I remember asking for a PlayStation, but being like, I'm not going to get it. Like, I'm not mm. going to get it. Like, I I had up until that point all I'd had was a NES because I got the NES just before the SNES came out. And so because I'd just got the NES, I never even asked for a SNES because I was like, I can't, I just got this one. I know there's a better one out now, but I can't ask for it. So I just never did. So I'd asked for this PlayStation. It was 96, I believe. And uh, I wanted it so badly. But I was like, I'd asked for it, but at the same point I was like, I don't think my mum can afford this. Um, so Christmas morning I go through and she's got some presents for me and I'm opening them up and I can tell like I'm looking at it and I'm like none of these are the size of a Playstation there was one that was kind of big and I was like maybe it could be like a Playstation that comes with some games or something but I was mm-hmm. like nah, and I opened it up and it wasn't and uh, I was so desperately disappointed but I didn't want to show it because I was yeah. like I don't want to be ungrateful I don't want my mum I knew at that point like about Santa and I didn't want my mum to be disappointed 
that I was disappointed. Yeah. And so I was trying to hold it in, but I, I, I see thinking back to it, I was like, I could have cried. Like I was really gutted. And I think I did start to take, like I was quietly taking a huff. I would never have said anything to her, but I was just a bit down. And so she was like, it was just me and her. Did she know that you yeah she knew so um when i was young it's just me and my mum and so we're sitting there and we'd open the presents and i was just i wasn't in a bad mood i was just depressed about it just down mm-hmm. and she was like right Craig, can you uh, open the curtains and stuff i need to get ready because we had family coming over for uh well we said the family christmas hours and i was like well get it in a second and she was like can you just go and open the can you just go and open the curtains, please? And I was mm-hmm. like, right, right. And I was just, I wasn't angry at her, but I was just angry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, right, I'll do it. And I went and opened the curtains, and behind the curtain was a box. And I was like, oh my God, oh my <laughs> God, oh my God. And I grabbed it, and I was like, is this for me? And she was like, yep. And I opened up, and it was a fucking PlayStation. Oh, awesome. And I was like, oh my God. And then she was like, have you not noticed anything weird about the room? And at that point, I looked around, and there was like ornaments that had little presents underneath them, right. little CD case sized <laughs> presents. And there was like in that room, there was like five PlayStation games wrapped oh, up nice. that were like in sitting, your house. that were sitting in the fucking living room that had then ornaments on top of them. And she's like, "Did you not at any point notice any of these little presents?" And I'm like, "Oh my!" And at that point, I was like. <gasps> And I went around and I grabbed all, like, I think it was four or five, and I was like, oh my god, oh Remember my god, I'm fucking ripping them open. One. In your house. One was in your house. Abe's Odyssey. No, I'll never have the demo for that. I think one was in your house, one was, I think, Destruction Derby. Oh, um, Maybe Tomb Raider. I don't, oh, I, I don't know. I rem- the one I remember the most was In Your House yeah, because yeah. I was obsessed nah. with wrestling and I convinced myself that that game was good and it wasn't. No, that's the one where they were superimposed. Like, ah, the the graphics combat. were real, yeah. but they all had power-ups. Like, you could yeah. do a fucking Hadouken oh, and stuff like that. Doink had the mallet yeah. and stuff. Oh, there was, was two. Crap. There was In Your House and I think the other one was like some sort of something WrestleMania or something. There was two mm. games that used that style of gameplay and they were yeah, so they were shit. Bad. But I convinced myself that it was good and I played the absolute death out of it. Aye. You remember like as well when we eventually found out where your mum hid the presents and you would fucking he would play, he would open up the games and play them when his mum was working. No, and then we would put, put them back and then <laughs> oh, she would hide them. She'd hide them in the cupboard. So we were like, we're like, ah, they're not there. Oh, she would do. And you're, he's like, well, we're going to play them. And then he'd them but that's the thing. Like when I was when I like I say when I was young, it was just me and my mum, and so I had a lot of trust imposed upon me. Which, <laughs> which going, going, misplaced. Going, going that story obviously was misplaced but like from a young age my mum would go to work and I would be left in the house during the day not a I mean 10 like a young a young age yeah. and so I was responsible with it but yeah I waited in about the Christmas presents and then put them back <laughs> Yeah, but, but that's the thing. Like he'd be out at the house, and we'd be like making pizzas and stuff yeah. by at like ten. I remember one time, mum went away for the weekend. I think I was eleven. She just left me money to get takeaways, but she trusted me. And see, to be fair, yeah. I was well behaved. Like I never. It was only when I got to about fifteen, sixteen, that I started having parties and destroying the house yeah, and stuff. Exactly. 
<laughs> anyway, back to the film. But yeah, in the lead up to the end, I was like, they fucking stole my childhood. They fucking ripped off my childhood Christmas. I'm raging about this. Sure, but then, aye. But then it turned out he never, he never actually got it, which was a bit of a bummer. I mean, it, it, it was good because it told, like, like you said, like I want the kids to watch it because I want them to see that message because yeah. I thought it was a good message that you don't always get what you want and yeah. it's yeah it's about like ah it's just it's you just about you don't just get to pick something and it shows up yeah there's, there's aye you can't just aye. do that so I, I thought it was it was good from a lot of different levels it was funny I thought it was quite heartfelt I thought it like this sounds I had a heart to it aye this sounds hallmark like but I thought it captured the magic of Christmas yeah. like aye. how it made me think back to when I was young when Christmas was magical mm-hmm. like it gave you that sort of Christmas magic nostalgia mm-hmm. and so it wasn't the best film like it's, I, I wouldn't put it in my top five Christmas films but I thought it was good yeah. it'll make the, the 24 advent calendar I think each year Aye. no I thought I thought it was good definitely definitely if you've got a way of if you haven't watched it we'll put a spoiler one at the beginning of this um, because if you haven't watched it obviously we have spoiled some of it but uh, I imagine that they'll they'll have a way to watch it over here soon. I should do. Like at the moment, you're talking VPNs to so that you can get HBO Max. But and there's not much trivia on this one, I'm afraid. It makes absolutely no sense, none, <clears throat> to only have it out in America. Like sell the rights to Netflix in the UK yeah, or. Well, it's HBO Max that made it, and yeah. so then they've published it out on their platform, but what's the point in having the rest of the world not able to see it like you surely got to try and make your money back on it so there's no there wasn't that's the nah. thing though I mean when it, see when a film's just out the trivia comes a year or two later yeah. when no, people no, are doing no, interviews and talking no there's usually it's just not really much to this film really so there wasn't any kind of juicy stuff really I thought one of the things I thought was quite cool what's the guy's name the, Neil Patrick Harris yeah so at the beginning like his daughter just doesn't give a fuck about this story and she's raging and then she starts getting into it aye but see at one point it cuts back and they're like inside a fort <laughs> so they've obviously built remember when we were young aye. and we would get like the kitchen chairs and towels and stuff like that and build mm. like a den and we'd sleep in the den in the hall and aye, stuff like aye, that aye. like at one point it just cuts back and they're like totally in a full den and I was like that's fucking brilliant she did annoy me the way she was going on though as if to, to go is that the story finished can I get, can I get the phone now to text Carrie mm. and you're like you do we ungrateful bitch Nah. You know what I mean? Now, like she was annoying kids would be me. Like, though. I know that's what kids. That's what was annoying me because she never got the phone either. No, no, that's that's a good thing about this. They didn't give in to them. Uh, we'll see if there's much trivia, but I don't think there is really. That was the unrealistic thing. Was that there was a what a ten or twelve year old with a phone? No, that's fuck all trivia. Okay, so we spoke in previous weeks because these are Christmas films they will not be counted as part of gaming movie film ratings and therefore they will be rated in mince pies and not scotch <laughs> pies I am not a fan of mince pies to I be with fucking you. love mince pies especially as Aldi or Lidl that do the salted caramel ones what is in a mince pie exactly is it currants and stuff it's like raisins and that. See, I do. I like stuff like that. I, I honestly think I, I hate until I met Jess. I'd never had a mince pie in my life, and I would have fucking crossed the street to avoid someone that ate one. But 
she made me. She, I think she, you made them from scratch one time. You're like, just take you one. Made me. And you know what? I'm like, I'm I'm not keen on fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known. <laughs> but Jess made them one time and she was like, there's sugar on it. And I was like, I don't like sugar. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Like, are you weighing? Having to disguise it with sugar? And so I ate one and I was like, that's actually really That's fu- a taste sensation. That's actually really fucking good. And since then, like, I'm, I'm, a, hooked. I'm an absolute fiend for them. Right, right fucking How many would you eat for this film then? Well, that's the thing. So, right, we're not scoring this in terms of video game films. If we did, it would be really high for me. So we're, we're, we're scoring this in terms of, what, normal films. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm tempted to rate this really high, but then next week we've got Die Hard. And so... And then, I'm, and then I'm home alone. Go, I'm gonna go three. I'm gonna go mince three. pies. Three. Yeah, okay, I'll go three. Yeah. See if it was if it was the Scotch pies, it would be a four or a five for me. Mm. Because you'd be basing it against different some criteria. of the fucking shit we've watched. Oh, yeah, it's a different different <laughs> context. I I feel like I don't know. Yeah. Based on some yeah. of the films we've got coming up, I think it aye, a three. But I mean don't let that put you off. It's a good film and I would watch it again definitely let's mm-hmm. chuck in what the audience said we did have less uh, votes this week than normal but I suppose it would be because a lot of people weren't able to watch it so yep this week we had 63 votes and of that one sorry 2% gave it one mince pie 5% gave it two 13% gave it 5, 40% gave it 3, and 41% gave it 4. There was one vote between it. So, yeah, it's, I mean, to be fair, I, I was sort of thinking between 3 and 4, so kind of in line with what I was, I was thinking. Good film. And check it out. Cool. Next week, obviously keeping with the Christmas films, we are going to be watching... Yes. I am excited in my pants region. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've all seen it before, but this is our annual Christmas viewing. I only oh, watch yeah. Die Hard when the trees up, yeah. and usually only once a year. And I am fucking buzzing to watch this. I can't wait. We don't yet have the John McClane pop in the house. He will be here for the viewing, <laughs> much like Danny was for Batman Returns. That is possibly going on the list. Okay. I should also say that list will be out tonight or tomorrow. So it'll be out by the time this podcast goes live. The, the final list of Christmas films. Yes, and I have also pieced together some Christmas episodes of favourite sitcoms as well. So if you're looking for those episodes. Yeah, we've been making our way through them during dinner times. So that's good. Yes. Okay, and just to wrap things up for this week, we have our pick of the week. It's rather slim pickings this week, so there was no vote. However, what have we got? We've got a pick of the week. Mm-hmm. Pick of the week. Pick, pick of, the of the week. Pick of the week. Pick, pick of, of the, the week. week. I, um, I think there's actually a couple of games coming out, to be fair, but they were not... It was not a great selection, so it didn't feel uh, necessary to put a poll. I've gave it to Evil Genius too. It looks pretty good. Pretty good kind of. It's not a city builder, but it's like a. I mean, say. That is what it's 
described as. Aye, but you're, you're sort of building an evil empire, but it's mm. that sort of game mechanic. And graphics look good from all accounts. It's a good game. I have not played it yet, but it's not getting any bad scores. It's also on Game Pass, so a lot of people will be able to check it out. And as I say, it's slim pickings. I think probably from now until the beginning of next year, we'll probably just pick a game because there's not going to be a lot coming out. So um, I don't know. If, if there's ever a need to put it to a poll, we will. But obviously by the time it comes to mid-January next year, and then February, Christ, it'll be difficult to pick a pick of the week, and we will, at that point, revert back to polls. Okay, that's us then for this week. We hope you've enjoyed our weekly episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. You can support us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you listen to us on, as well as liking, commenting and retweeting our social posts. If you want to get in touch or have any recommendations, then do email us at puredeadgaming at gmail.com or send us a DM on Twitter and there's also a contact form on the website so there's lots of methods for you to get in touch Awesome! See you next week. Ciao! Happy December! Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker! The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast